Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Couple days away from Nebraska playing Maryland here at Memorial Stadium, 11 a.m. on Peacock. If you you'll be there, Sip. You'll you have to download Peacock. Bill I, might yeah. have a problem though with that. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people, a lot of people have problems. Yes. Sean would not. Yeah, he, Sean's smart. We're joined now by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Um, I, I, I want to go to this game off the bat because Nebraska is obviously both teams are five and four entering this game on Saturday, but Maryland's riding a four game losing streak. Nebraska's trying to get bowl eligible for the first time since twenty sixteen. On that note, which team to you will seem more desperate this weekend? Ooh. Ooh. Gosh, I mean that's that's a that's a great question. Um I mean I think for Nebraska it's just being at home, the pressure to get that six win, kind of knowing what it means for the program. I think getting the six wins is probably more important for Nebraska right now than it is for Maryland. I mean, just knowing how many more people care about football at a high level here yeah. in a place like Maryland. Um, so I would say the pressure's on Nebraska because I guarantee you this, Jake and Sip, there, there, were, there aren't 40 people, 50 people at the weekly press conferences in Maryland asking questions to the quarterbacks and the players. So yeah, I think the pressure is obviously on Nebraska. Sean, you've been around a lot. You, you pay close attention. How many people do you think are asking Loxley questions on a Tuesday? <laughs> seriously, I would, seriously. Peg it around ten. Oh God, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even have said that. I wouldn't even, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm just. I, I was shooting high, but you've got a like a rivals guy, a two four seven guy there. There's no on three site there because um, it's not a big enough market for for coverage, and then few newspaper guys and then some possible local television guys. Um, but who knows? Yeah, I, I would imagine not very many. Okay, Sean, I'm just going to lay it on the line here. This is the conversation in the state. Do you think Nebraska is in a spot where they will they have to go into the portal to get a quarterback? I'm just, I'm just I think saying. it's trending in that direction. I, I don't know how you could look at the overall operation and say they're in a good spot for quarterback next year. I mean, Jeff Sims, if he was playing well and starting and could come back another year, I think he'd be okay with where it's at. But that ne- that didn't happen. Nowhere in the discussion in August was Heinrich Carberg. Nowhere. And he's been the starter, and he's stepped up and done a great job for what they've asked him to do. But I don't know if you can say he's the long-term answer for Matt Rule or they want this guy to be a three-year starter. Um, going in. So, yeah, I would think at minimum you have to bring a portal guy in now to come in and compete. And obviously he's got to win the job. Um, but, you know, it's a slippery slope because if you go all in on NIL like they did with Sims, um, was there really a competition last year for that job? There wasn't. Was Sims really even pushed right. uh, for that job. So it, it will be a challenge for a leader to kind of navigate through because uh, what if Harbor gets into a bowl, they win the bowl, 
Um, and, you know, there's some good momentum in, in, in the offseason. So, yeah, there's a lot to that discussion, I think, for Coach Rule that he's going to have to kind of dissect. Okay, switching to defense. Lost in the fray a little bit, I thought, was the fact that Marquise Buford played extensively, played 20 snaps at safety for Nebraska on Saturday. What did it mean in your estimation to have Buford back there this season for the first time? Well, he was their best guy a year ago in terms of ability on the back end, making plays, forcing turnovers. Um, he played 24 snaps last week, which I think was by design. They didn't want to ramp him up all the way. Um, but d- just getting him back, yeah, he's a huge boost because of the instincts he brings, um, the leadership, just just the little intangibles that he has as a player. Um, he can add to that already deep, back in and in on the flip side we've seen other guys step up tommy hill has gotten a lot better um over this time uh, isaac gifford's gotten a lot better so this secondary has seen several guys develop while he's out and hopefully they can get something from him now the next three weeks joined by sean callahan husker line sean there's been a lot of a lot of good surprises on defense this year but maybe the biggest was has been james williams a guy that nobody really knew until a couple weeks ago he gets another sack against Michigan State on Saturday. What's the game plan with him for the uh, the four-game redshirt? Well, they're going to get through this week, and then I think probably make that decision. But this week, um, you know, Maryland's a throwing team, so it, it makes sense for him to be out there because they're going to have to get after uh, the, the passing attack of Maryland, a pass rusher. So he, he's going to be in there. Um, but then, you know, you start to look at the next two weeks. Iowa, probably not a game you need him in. Wisconsin, though, is interesting because – they are a heavy passing team under Luke Fickle. Um, they pass as much as any team in the Big Ten West, at least, um, and, and right up there with teams like Maryland. So would, would he play in that game? And then would you burn the red shirt? And Matt Rule said yesterday that will be up to the player. It wouldn't surprise me, um, especially if Princewell's back, if they can hold him back for a red shirt, um, because Princewell being back out there will really help the pass rush because – um, he's a, obviously one of their peer guys, and Jamari Butler and you know James Williams can come in and, and give them. A, but they've been able to develop, to develop uh, a number of pass rushers this year, and uh, their quarterback pressures on Pro Football Focus year over year are almost double of what they were a year ago. I mean, they're getting way more pressure on the quarterback. Sean, what? Uh, how? Uh, I'm trying to think how to phrase this question. What is your level of confidence that Nebraska can get this final win, nail, nail, nail down a bull berth in these last three games? If they can prevent the big plays. I mean, if they get down to Maryland and have okay. to bust and get down 14 points or something, this will be a hard team to come back against on because Nebraska can't really score points at a high level. Uh, they haven't played a team in the last month that could score at a high level. Maryland has the ability to. Will yeah. is the question. Yeah, that's a good um, point. So they, they cannot allow Maryland to get going because the, the Nebraska offense is just not geared to score a lot of points. So I, I think, yeah, if they can keep this low-scoring, ugly, um, they'll win this game. But if it gets high and, and, and they give up some busts on the back end because of Maryland's passing attack, um, this is a tough matchup for them. What's high, 24 is it, when you say high, is that 24? Uh, no, I, I think high 20s to the mid-30s. Okay. Like, I mean, if it gets in the 30s, that's a tough number. Good night. I think, the, I <laughs> good think night. in the 20s that they're yeah. okay. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We'll chat with you again next Wednesday. Thanks, guys.
Husker Online, Sean Callahan joining us there. I said on another. Sh- I, I said on another show yesterday. I'd be. I'd just be shocked beyond belief if Nebraska doesn't get another win. Shocked. Yeah. Uh, Don't know if it'll be this week. I know. The, the this thing that sucks is that your most winnable game you just lost. In the, in the last four games, you just lost, on paper, the most winnable game you had. A team that had lost six straight games, as Bill was saying, and you agree, we all agreed, Maybe the worst locker room in all of college football. I don't know Michigan about that. State. Did it look like a bad locker room? I don't know if I agree with that. But they had lost six straight games. But it doesn't mean the locker room's bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not in it. They Those, didn't look like a bad locker room team to me. They, they were, didn't. They were fighting. I mean, it was senior yeah. day. They certainly had a lot to play for. Them. Yeah, it didn't look bad. It looked fine. They came out of the gate fine. I think Nebraska waited for a collapse that never happened. They're they're not very good at quarterback, but they, Kaiten Hauser played pretty well, didn't he? He did. Anyway, he played well. So thanks to Sean Callahan for joining us uh, from Husker Online. By the way, before we get to break, reminder today: if you're hungry, sip. Are you hungry? What do you? You're think? always hungry. What do you? You think? had pizza during the break. It was good. Well, you can breakfast have you can have actual break, breakfast food here from eight to eleven. Heavenly waffles will be back again this morning. Oh God, Chef Bob, Kathy, they'll be here from eight to eleven here today at ten forty O Street, eleventh and O. Come on by eight to eleven. They have delicious waffles here this morning from eight to eleven. All right, crank it up in the studio. And, and by the way, also again reminder tomorrow. If you want to hang out with us, we'll have the remote broadcast. We will be at the UNL East Campus Readiness Center for the Nebraska Army National Guard for Veterans Day. We had we had Kendall in from A1 Automotive talking about his great service for tomorrow, free oil change and filters change for veterans from 7.30 to 5.30. We will be at the Readiness Center on East Campus from 6 to 8. Anyone's invited. They will have food. They'll have coffee. We'll be out there. They think anywhere from 50 to 200 people will show up to this event. Okay. Tomorrow. Well, that should be fun. We'll be inside the gym. It's inside. You won't, be, you won't be cold. It's inside the gym. So come out tomorrow and join us uh, for early break on location at the UNL East Campus Readiness Center right off of 33rd Street, just north of Holdridge. A lot going on. Yes. There's a lot going down, going on always when we uh, are early break. You know, this time of year, there's always stuff going on. Yeah. It's fun. Jake, the football season. Is almost over. It, it just started too. I know. We but, have to savor every day. Like we were just doing the helicopter ride. Now it's before the season began. Oh, the, the helicopter in late August. Ride. What was that guy's name? That hit Paul. It? Paul. Be cool, Paul. Paul. Paul tried to get us. He tried to get he, us. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew exactly. He'll probably what be he was there doing. tomorrow morning too. He oh might, God, I hope so. He might be there tomorrow morning. I hope so. I, probably not going. We're, we're not going up in the chopper tomorrow though. No, right. no chopper tomorrow. I can, I can confirm. No chopper tomorrow. Can't keep the windows open this time of year. <laughs> that would be bad. Right. When we come back, song of the day and the mailbag on early break and the ticket. <laughs> <laughs>